0: Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. Chad Russell, Kurt Satter, talking to Joel Ross today about the three B's of Joel's organization and his business and his company. And, and boy, I tell you what, as I'm sitting here thinking belonging, believing behavior, I, I talk about, think about how many times I've screwed up as a parent when I focus on the behaving. Behave, 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 and I hop, skip, and jump over the belonging and the believing part, brother. Of this, I was right? thinking the exact same thing. So here I am sitting there thinking, gosh, this is not just for to run an organization. It is to run an organization. It's called a family, <laughs> and belonging is a, is the first part. And I wonder how many times I alienate my kids and they don't feel like they belong. Right, dude. I, 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 while you, Joel,
1: while you were talking about that, I'm like going, what am I doing? What am I not
0: doing mm-hmm. in this whole area of belonging in my family? Right. So belonging is first. You gotta feel like you belong, right? You wanna. That's why you think. Why do people like to go to bars? Why do people like to go to sports? uh, Things because everybody belongs, right? It's all a team. We're all there. Whatever you believe. Almost a secondary sometimes. You're part of the team, right? There's a belonging. You, des- you belong here. And then out of that, the believing. What do you believe? And we're talking about that here in this uh, this past segment.
1: They even say there's been some research done that I've heard about gangs who are in competition or fighting one another. But if, if you bring them together and they uh, belong and they're, they're rooting for the same team, It's unbelievable, the the fighting that ceases for at least a period of time. It's amazing. And and it's because of what they believe. Mm -hmm. That's true. So, Joel, talk about belief in the corporate world and what you're trying to see happen Mm -hmm. for your employees.
2: Well, I I think in the last segment I talked a little bit about – excuse me – that few people can articulate what they believe. And I think this is critically important. And I've had the benefit of my life of, of belonging to churches, and they have these great classes that are titled, What We Believe. And it's, you know, the, it's the church beliefs and doctrine, what we believe about uh, the gospel and, and God and Christ, uh, uh, the Trinity, etc. Um, my wife was also an awesome homeschool teacher. And we homeschooled our kids for uh, nine and a half years. I say we, uh, <laughs> you should per- say. Yeah. I say the same thing. <laughs> we homeschool. <laughs> I was the, uh, I think I was the disciplinarian, but but Janice was awesome at teaching the kids. And one of the things we learned through there, we, we, we were in a homeschool community here in Louisville as uh, the, 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 the head of the homeschool assigned a reading book to all the parents called Let Us Highly Resolve. And this book was about or, or is about uh, a biblical worldview. And when I think about that, you know, first of all, I was a little disgruntled that as a grown man I had a reading assignment uh, and that it wasn't ESPN online. Uh, so when we read this uh, this book, it's about, it's about your biblical worldviews and it's pretty clear when you read that and when we read the Bible that as Christians we understand what we believe. So today or tomorrow, uh, uh, Curt and Chad, I could articulate what I believe about God, what I believe about our country, what I believe about my family, what I believe about education. You pick it. I feel pretty good that I could articulate uh, what I believe. I think if we're not careful in this day and age, we're going to produce employees with the superficial beliefs versus authentic beliefs. Mm. So that is why belief is important to me. And not from, uh, I mean, I want everybody to understand the good news and be saved by Christ, uh, but I also want people to understand what they believe and to be able to articulate that. So it's important for our organization to hire leaders uh, with values that know what they believe. Mm. And one of the, and, and so
1: one of I mean, in, in, on, on the corporate level, uh, just on the corporate level, you want your, your people to believe, what, what you, you mentioned in the break, um, for your company,
2: you uh, what, so, so we, so obviously we have a mission statement and yeah. what we're trying to achieve. So at Aspen Creek Grill, I want them to believe in amazing fresh food and genuine hospitality. Mm. I want them to believe in the management team. I want them to believe in their teammates. And more importantly, I want them to believe in themselves. I want them to be able to articulate this. So um, as business people in the marketplace, our beliefs are critical to delivering success. Uh, you know, And as Christians, obviously, our beliefs liberate us. I mean, there's no question uh, what we believe, what we stand for, where we're going. And so I think that's important also for employees to be able to say, You know, why am I working here? Is it a job getting me through college? Is it because I belong to the managing partner, the team, uh, the brand? So creating what you believe uh, for our employees is is critical. And so I'm always quizzing them and asking them to tell me, you know what book have you read uh why are you taking that class at school the the good one nowadays is is, is especially for college kids is how are you going to monetize that degree and they come back with what do you what do you mean monetize <laughs> <laughs> Joel talk uh, talk
1: with us about I, I love believing yourself um because i i i think there's a lot of folks who we 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 don't we don't really believe in ourselves. We don't walk with confidence. Talk about how you
2: instill that. Well, obviously our confidence comes through Christ yes. who strengthens us. And so we want to shine that light in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. We we want we want to instill confidence in people. Well that comes with training them how to do their job. It comes with it comes with being the servant leader that puts the people first that lifts them up, that puts them, in, uh, puts them in a position to succeed. It comes from the servant leader that goes through their day looking to catch people doing things right versus looking to catch people doing things wrong. So it's just a different mindset, and then we create this beliefs. And so if we, have a, if we believe in what we're doing, If we have uh, the people in our organization, whether that's a a server, uh, a server assistant, um, you know, whether it's the fry cook, if they believe in producing amazing fresh food and all of the things that go into that, all of the disciplines and the hard work and the ingredients and the step by step by step, um, you know, the end product is great. We also want them to believe in genuine hospitality. So we want to be something different. And you know, genuine means authentic. And so what we're trying to create is people that believe, believe in themselves and believe in the process, believe in the brand, believe in all of these things, and what that produces is this authentic offering um, in the marketplace. And who can beat authenticity? Hmm.
1: And, and, and really, once you get that, once you lay that groundwork,
2: then what we're talking about next is behavior. Yeah. I mean, absolutely, what you believe determines how you behave. So a good thing we're on radio, but I mean, I believe that I'm six foot tall, I'm super athletic, uh, you know, can throw a baseball 90 miles an hour. I mean, I'm just a good-looking, getem go guy. And so because I believe that, I go through life that way, you know? And I believe that, you know, Christ has set me free and saved me from my sin and that I'm going to spend eternity uh, in heaven. Uh, I believe in, you know, the fellowship uh, that I have with my fellow Christians. So it, it, because of these beliefs— I go through life this way. I'm a pretty positive person anyway, um, but beliefs uh, determine how I behave. And so, okay, so, um,
1: and and by the way, uh, listeners. um, All of those things are not true except the Jesus part. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. He is is more bald than myself. (laughs) Uh, But but, uh, it's so true. I mean, we cannot, deviate from what we believe it it will come out of how we live there's there's a behavior that will follow that pattern and so when you when you think about the whole belong i love i love how the order of this because i don't i don't think we really grasp the the power of belonging and then believing and then it influences our behavior Talk, um, and then we'll continue to unpack it in the next segment, but talk a a little bit more about behavior.
2: Uh, Behavior, I mean, definition is to act in a particular way. And most, you know, I've already told you most everything I know I heard in a sermon somewhere. But my personal behavior has been shaped uh, by my beliefs that began with uh, things like promise keepers, if you remember that, Uh, Saturday morning men's Bible study, man challenge, where as a man, I was together with other men of faith and um, who who believed like I believed, and, and it really, really, uh, really shaped me. Mm. And, um, you know, I've learned from Bob Russell, uh, Tom Doolittle, Rick Warren, Dave Stone, Kyle Eidelman, Max Licato, Randy Frazee, Steve Poe. I mean, I've had the blessing of sitting in these gentlemen's churches and listening to their sermons for many years and I mean that shapes you in a, in, in a super positive way. And it and, and really does
0: influence how you live out your life. That's true. Wow. Well, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back for our fourth and final segment with Joe and talk a little bit more about this believe. And as I was sitting there thinking, convicted, if it, dads, if your kids, if you asked your kids what do we believe, what would they say? Would your kids be able to articulate what you believe as a family? And, uh, you know, that kind of starts the top down, right? I mean, I know we said uh, if we look at our kids that way and say, hey, what do we do? You feel like you belong here and what do we believe? And then we've now all of a sudden I'm disciplining on behavior, behavior, behavior. And we kind of need to start backwards, right? And Kind of work our way down. So good stuff. We're going to finish up here in our fourth and final segment with Joe Ross. And uh, we thank you for listening to Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our fourth and final segment of Solid Steps Radio. I have the incredible desire for a steak right now, don't you, Kurt? <laughs> I am dying to have a prime rib. Medium? A, like a little
1: medium, a little pink? I, I kind of like mine medium rare to almost rare. Yeah,
0: I'm... I'm I, I My
1: wife is crazy. Like She wants it almost like raw. Oh, really? Yeah. Just throw it on the grill for like 30 seconds. Until it lift, stops mooing. And yeah, and then, yeah. And then, yeah.
0: All right. All right <laughs> we digress. We're not talking about steaks today. We're talking about uh, the three B's of Joe Ross's organization, belonging, believing, and behavior. And how many times do you as a parent, as an employee, as an employer, you focus on the behavior, behave a certain way. But really, you're focusing on the tip of the iceberg. We need to go back to belonging, believing, and then that'll affect the behavior. If you want to hear this entire show in its, in, in its entirety, uh, commercial free, thanks to our sponsors, Carol Rogers, Carpet One, Vision First, Element Credit Union, and Bright Star Home Care. You can go to our Facebook page, you can go to uh, SoundCloud, and you just type in Solid Steps Radio. And we post this podcast, depending on when you hear it, on Monday mornings. You can go to those places and hear this in its entirety, or you can go to furtherstillministries.org and click on the mic.
1: So Joel, uh, we're talking about behavior. You got a great story about Truett Cathy, the founder of Chick-fil-A.
2: Yeah, I, and this has made an impression on me and, and, and helps me think about uh, how I behave or lead in the marketplace. And uh, many years ago, I had the great opportunity through business, to visit Chick-fil-A in their headquarters. Uh, and we got an audience with Truett in his office. Um, and he was such a, such a humble man and humble spirit and uh, you know, obviously very accomplished man. Uh, and one of the people that I was with got a chance to ask him a question. And the question went something like this, Truett, what are you most proudest about um, you know, in, you, in your work life? And he didn't hesitate, uh, and his answer was, I'm most proud that I taught Sunday School for 54 years straight. So here is a business icon, I guess a Christian icon too, we could say, uh, who makes a great product, uh, and his employees are awesome. And his proudest moment was not his business accomplishments, but was that he was teaching the Word consistently For 54 years Um, made an impact on me that uh, you know what are we what are we in it for you know are we in it to glorify god Uh, are we in it for the prophets you know i know we have to have those and we have to be successful but um, it it helped to start change the way that um, that i behaved
1: wow it reminds me what jesus said seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and and then all the other stuff Will fall into place. Will fall into line. Amen. And so, wow. you uh, also described as you were, you you, you you got into his presence, into truth Kathy's presence, and you said he was a humble man. Absolutely. When when and what what is one of the greatest attributes of helping us all belong? Is humility. Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. So um, you but but in your world, Joel. Uh, we don't all do this right. I mean, we, we fumble the ball regularly. Um, I mean, as we're talking this morning, I'm like going, oh my golly, I need to go talk to some folks, i.e. my family, of how I need to, you know, apologize and, and make things right. Uh, but as you're addressing this whole thing of behavior, you have someone in your life, in your work world who helps you do this.
2: Yeah, I, I have a great assistant. Her name is Amy. She's a great uh, Christian woman who helps who helps guide me. So, I mean, I, I'm just... Along with Janice. You know, along with Janice. I mean, but I am blessed that the person that, you know, schedules me and, and uh, keeps my gate and those type of things is a great Christian woman. And what she works on me with is um, mercy before judgment. But because nature, I'm, you know, I'm a judgment before mercy type of person. And, you know, I think if if most of us are truthful, we probably fall into that trap. I mean, it is, it is, um, it is difficult (laughs) uh, to be, uh, think mercy before judgment.
1: How, now, what, I mean it takes guts to, to go to your boss and try
2: to instill this you know kind of hold you accountable how does she do that she she has her own way she is subtle uh, but she never you never hear her uh, talk bad about other people i mean she's a great role model uh, actually for me and and in, in in how she how she conducts herself so uh I try and say that I'm a truth teller. I want to confront brutal facts uh, I want to have hard conversations with people that are that the performance merits having a hard conversation with uh, and always tell the truth uh, but sometimes our behavior uh, is not that and you know so I have a built-in accountability partner uh, five feet away from my office <laughs> and when um,
1: I, I mean, When when we have that judgment before mercy, and she sounds like she just really understands this. This mercy is is so powerful. Bless all the merciful, for they shall obtain. They shall receive mercy.
2: Yeah, my campus pastor, where I go to church now, uh, always talks about heart issue. You know, um, you know, Joel, you're smart enough. You understand the scriptures, and you know, I think we all do. But it comes down to. You know what, what? What is our heart leading us by? Um, and so our behavior is that um, uh, it's it's hard, right? Uh, how, how we how we live out how we're supposed to be living out. So uh, our behavior,
1: we, we we need accountability. We need encouragement, as the Bible says, "As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another." In this in this case, your your wife Janice and Amy hold you accountable. That's good stuff, Chad. You got any thoughts?
0: No, just convictions. Let's just, <laughs> let's just move on. Let's just keep moving. Nothing to see here. <laughs>
1: I mean,
2: I mean, this, this is rich stuff, brother. Yeah, and so in in our in our marketplace in our business, you know, what we're looking for in our organization from behaviors from the people that we've invested all of this in, the end result should be behaviors that are, you know, they should be a servant. Um, they should look out for others. We absolutely want to put a premium on working hard or, you know, this concept of hustle. Um, we want them to work smart. We want them to get great at the job uh, because, you know, that's a dedication. We want them to have fun uh, or, as you and I like to say, be joyful. Um, we want them to be authentic. But then the final point is we want them to make a difference. So we want everybody that we lead, including our leaders, Let's make a difference. Let's be a
1: blessing in this world. And whether we're working at Aspen Creek or whether we're working in the church, um, God wants to use us. As I I was thinking about this show, Joel, I was thinking about, you know, that we are all ministers of the gospel. If we name the name of Christ, the Bible says that we are ministers of reconciliation, that we have been given the gift of, of ministry of reconciliation. That means we're ministers of the gospel. And really that's your heartbeat. Amen. Oh, that's good. Joel, uh, our time is up. Brother, it's been great to have you in here. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for sharing your heart. And thank you guys for having me. Um, would you pray for us guys, that we're, we're at, whether at home or whether in the workplace, that we would live out this this model of creating a culture of belong, believe, behave. Would you yep. pray?
2: Yep. <clears throat> Father, thank you, uh, thank you for the day. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to reach out to, uh, to all the men uh, that are listening today. And, Father, as we, as we uh, struggle or search um, or try and activate where we belong, I pray that we would all know, Father, mm. that we always belong to you. And, Father, when we're trying to define what is the meaning in our life and uh, what it means in the workplace, Um, I want us all know, Father, that we believe in you and the Mm -hmm. purpose that you have for our life. And then, Father, I pray that uh, no matter how tough it gets this week (laughs) or next week or this month, that we would behave in a way that glorifies you. Mm -hmm. And I pray all this in your precious name amen amen thank you joel appreciate that brother
0: amen and uh, we again thank you for listening if you're just catching us uh you can hear this show in its entirety go to our facebook or soundcloud.com and just type in solid steps radio and you'll be able to hear this show in its entirety we'd ask you to forward this on to someone who needs to hear it and you know who needs to hear it you do and anyone else you know who is a employee an employer uh, a family. If you're a dad listening to this and you say, well, none of that applies to me. I don't, I don't, I'm not the CEO of a company. Well, you are the CEO of a company. It's called a family. (laughs) And, uh, this whole principle of belonging, believing and behavior is applicable to uh, you and I. So, uh, do your kids feel like they belong? Does your wife feel like she belongs? Uh, and what do you all believe as a family? Okay. That's enough conviction. I know. Right. Hey, I'm hearing it too. Right. And so then our behavior flows out of that. Right. So who we are is, affects what we do. And we focus on the doing before we affect on the whoing, who we are. So, so thank you for listening and uh, we'll be back next week, Lord willing. And uh, again, thank you for listening to Solid Steps Radio.